Episode number 50 of the Beta Bay Podcast. Wow, it's episode 50. I can't hardly believe it. It is amazing. You know, iTunes is littered with hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands or maybe even hundreds of thousands of podcasts where there's only like 10, 20 episodes, something like that. But here we are, episode 50. Now, I'd wanted to do an episode every week. That's just not possible. Uh, but uh, I've been doing at least maybe one a month or two a month, and I'm going to keep on doing them as I meet people who are really interesting and have have stories that I want to share um, with the wider world. Um, so for episode 50, I'm very pleased to have Ben West as my guest. Now, Ben uh, is the founder of a company called Joyline Homes, and they have an amazing product that solves the really pressing problem for so many people in the greater San Francisco Bay Area and California and many other places in the world, which is the cost of housing, it is ridiculously expensive to build housing, even affordable housing, whatever that means, uh, here in the area. But uh, Ben West of Joyline Homes, they have an amazing solution, and it really is just going to blow you away. Now, listen, if you are listening to this podcast, make a note to when you get in front of a computer, uh, go to betabaypodcast.com, find the show notes for episode 50, and embedded into the show notes is a video of the home where we did this interview. The home uh, is presently for sale in Aptos, California, um, and it is just stunning. It's amazing, uh, and uh, just go check it out. It's going to blow your mind, the kind of uh, product that uh, Joyline Homes is putting out. Now, that product, the actual house house, like installed and you know on the dirt and all that, 150 bucks a square foot, which is amazingly cheap for our area where construction costs average about $417 a square foot. So uh, I'm really uh, excited and happy to see this kind of innovation happening here in Santa Cruz. Well, there's all kinds of amazing innovation happening in and around Santa Cruz and the greater San Francisco Bay area. We're kind of known for that. Listen, enough about that. Uh, why don't you just do me a favor, sit back, relax, and listen to what Ben West has to say. All right, Ben. Hey, how you doing? Good, good, good. Thanks you for having me on your podcast. I'm I'm really stoked that you're on our podcast. So um, you know, Ben, when I start off my podcast, I like to have my guests tell me a little story, just kind of give us an idea of who you are and what you're about. You have any like little story you can share with us? Uh, about ten years ago, ten years ago, I got uh, had a really bad reaction to medication, and I was I was uh, you know I've started quite a few companies throughout my life. And I was just not treating myself real well and really stressed out. And instead of, you know, taking a break and maybe doing some yoga and stuff, trying to power through it, I got on some medications that were just wrong. Had a uh, super crazy long battle of about seven years of my immune system being thrown off. I spent three years in bed um, during the beginning of it because I was in so much pain from my immune system being thrown off from this medication. It was the craziest thing I've ever gone through. And uh, I'm very happy I'm here today. I'm shocked I'm here today because at times I wanted to uh, end my life, not because I was unhappy. Um, I wanted to live. Um, I was very driven to still live. I was just in so much pain. Um, I even went to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, uh, trying to find answers to what I was going through. You know, God just said, just get off, just get off all medication that you're on right now. Just get off all of it, and if you still feel gross, you can do whatever you want to do. So I got off the medication, and over a year's time, I started going back to normal, and I was just myself. It's hard again when you're in those situations to gain perspective. And looking back, 
I shoot myself like, why did I let that happen to myself? Why didn't I understand what was happening to me? It's different when you break a leg and you're in clear mind and you're clear thought because you can look down with a mind that works, works correctly and you can say, my leg is broken. But when your mind is broken because of medications that you're on, it's hard to say, this is the medication. And when you have a lot of doctors telling you at the same time, saying, saying hey, this medication is what's, what's helping you, you just don't know any better. And so sometimes you put a lot of uh, faith into, into uh, people when really you need to be your, your best advocate. So that's a long story. So basically got through all of that. And when I got out of that and I was basically on, on death's doorstep, I realized that the way I was living my life before was not making me happy. And when you're, when you're, at, when you're on your deathbed, and you realize that, that, that the things that, that carry you through are, are, the, are the things that are on your mind are um, the good things you, you've been a part of in your life. Um, the, things, the things that have touched you, your memories, your family. And it's not, it's not the things and the possessions you've owned. You don't, you don't think about, oh, how hard you've worked your whole life to gain all this stuff in life. And um, that really was a changer for me. So. Once I started feeling better and uh, got a good foundation underneath me again, I wanted to try to do something. I didn't know what I wanted to do for my career yet. And I just knew whatever I wanted to do, I wanted to make an impact in the world. Um, something that did good. I felt that I spent the first 30 years of my life taking for the most part and I wanted to do something to give back. And I just said no yet. I just said no yet. I thought about doing like missions overseas, working with maybe some animal sanctuary stuff, uh, got involved with a bunch of like homeless projects in uh, Portland where I'm originally from. I came down to California because I wanted a change of, scen a change of scenery. And uh, you know, when you go through something very traumatic like that, uh, everything you look and see around you just reminds you of that. And I just wanted to get out of uh, Portland for a little bit. And when I came down to Santa Cruz, California, and just get, oh, get away in the sun, I started looking for housing. And I had a vacation home up in Portland and a 3,500 square foot house in Portland. Very nice, very, very well sought after neighborhood and had quite a bit of equity in both homes and was sitting pretty good. And I was like, oh, no problem down in California finding something. Well, when I got here, I was, uh, very surprised that that what I had, the equity and the cash that I had, wasn't going to get me much. Be a down payment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a very yeah, a down payment on something. So I came down here and found out very quickly that I'm not going to be able to afford your typical stick bill home. And if I could afford it, I need a complete remodel. And it was almost a teardown. And I've been through remodels, and not only are they expensive, but they're very stressful and very time consuming. So when, so when I was looking for different types of options, I looked at condos, I was looking at homes, and I just could not find anything affordable in the Santa Cruz County. Even a condo was gonna cost me uh, starting around $800,000. So when I was driving to my favorite surf spot, I drove by an open house sign, and uh, it was for a manufactured home, and I went, and then uh, just keeping all options on the table, went and took a look at it. And I, I love the home uh, location. It was right by my favorite surf spot. Uh, great walkability to everything. Um, the size of the home was great. 
I didn't even really mind the park that much. It was actually a very clean park. It was a resident-owned park, so I owned shares in the park, uh, which, which, which felt good to me. Uh, but I just was hung up on the design. I just didn't like the design much of the home. So when looking, when looking for options as far as what I could put inside of that park, as, as far as trying to find manufacturers of manufactured homes that fit more of my style, coming from uh, you know being a builder for 21 years and doing mostly contemporary style homes, I just had a different style of home I was looking for. I wasn't really big into the craftsman stuff that we were actually doing back, you know, pre-2008, before the big crash. Um, then when we came back in 2013, it was pretty much nothing but uh, contemporary modern, like modern style homes. Uh, just no one was doing it, and I was just shocked. I was shocked that no one was doing it. And so I was trying to figure out, you know, uh, if maybe I could, you know, remodel one of these homes to make it, to make it fit more of my needs. And that's just expensive and costly. I just went back to my daily work and just kind of slowly start thinking about like the what ifs. Could I start manufacturing homes that were modern and more to my um, likings? And I knew that living in Portland and doing a lot of my business up there in Portland, all my builds up there in Portland, I knew there was a market for people wanting modern homes. Because I mean, that was pretty much all we were doing. So I just went back to my daily work, started thinking, started playing around with it, uh, started making some kind of like minor calls here and there, and it slowly started progressing to something where I thought it might be more of a possibility. Had some very important meetings, um, flew out, met up some factories, started talking about uh, what the possibilities of this was, saw that it could be a reality, really then at that point dove in head first and started the design process of uh, our first model home. At that time I didn't have a company name or what I was going to do. I was almost thinking I was almost going to just do it for myself as a one-off. Then at some point, I don't even know when, I just almost felt like this. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes the things I feel like we do in our lives, we don't always choose them, they always choose us. And uh, I'm not trying to sound cheesy by saying that, but it just, it just, it just, I felt like maybe this was my calling to do. I had a lot of friends, not only in my own personal story, with trying to find a place to live in Santa Cruz County. Um, I just had a lot of friends in the area as well that were saying, you know, uh, so many similar stories I would hear uh, with friends and people I'd meet that you'd be like, yeah, we make, we make $100,000 a year. I mean, we're making a six-figure income. And we live with five other people. I share a bedroom with someone. Or couples that, there was three sets of couples, three sets of married couples living in one house, trying to save. And even at the rate they were saving with appreciation, growing as quickly as they could, even though Santa Cruz County is a little bit slower, I don't know what it's at right now, so I don't know, you probably like 1.7 right now? For what? Appreciation? 1.7%? Right yeah. No, well, yeah. right now the market I would say is depreciating at the moment. Depreciating at the moment, I think yeah. at the moment it is. But, uh, but you know, it's depreciating. I mean, the markets don't always go up in a straight line forever, right? They, right, right. They have little uh, setbacks, right? Right. So, uh, Historically, I would say that Santa Cruz appreciates about 4.5%. I'd say yeah, a couple of percent above the inflation is what Santa Cruz is. Yeah, 4.5, 4.5. So even if you run those numbers at 4.5%, you know, a, a you know, typical home in Santa Cruz County that a first, you know, first home buyer is going to buy is at a million. And 
you know, a 4.5, you know, 5% appreciation a year, that's $45,000 a year. So who, even, you know, even living with a group of people trying to pinch every dollar, you know, eating top ramen every night, not going out, how are you going to save $45,000 a year to even keep up with appreciation? It's just, it's, it's almost like you're caught, you're caught in this, this mouse wheel that you just can't get off. I just wanted to do something not only for myself, but also for so many people that just want to find homeownership. Well, thank you for that, because um, yeah, that you know, it's, it's, well, I mean, like, what you're talking about, it's, I can feel your pain, you know, I mean, like, I uh, am blessed to have a home, you know, I've uh, had it for a while, Sure. Um, you know, but I, a lot of my friends do not, you know, a lot of my friends do not, and uh, I'm going to go meet with a friend of mine on a Saturday, going to sit down with him and his wife, and her parents to talk about how they can possibly find a home for them, you know, and it's like, and that's going to be a very difficult conversation because unless you have seriously large amounts of cash and, and, and high, high income, it's really hard to find any home you would want to live in almost anywhere in Santa Cruz County, right? Yeah, like yeah. Maybe they can move to Boulder Creek an hour away from all their current center of life, you know, yeah. or maybe they can move to North Monterey County. And pay like six hundred and fifty thousand for something, you know, like five yeah. miles out of town, you know. But uh, there's a know. lot of people also doing that same thing. Yeah, and then you add to the commute and sprawl and CO two yeah. and like you know, like it's not an ideal, ideal situation. So I mean, like there are so many people who who are just you know not dying for you know housing, but you know having much lower standards of living than one would expect that you would have living in the wealthiest place yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, or even, or even, you know, with even that four point five percent appreciation a year, a home that you might have qualified, you know, a year ago, you might no longer qualify yeah, you're priced for, out. For your price yeah, out you get priced year. out fast. You yeah. get priced out very quick. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Ben, you grew up in uh, in Portland. Now, did you go to college, or university at all, or no? Actually, no. School of hard, school of hard knocks, huh? No, school of hard knocks. Yeah. <laughs> but you got a contractor's license. Yeah, I had a contractor's license. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Out of high school, I went immediately started working for my father, my stepfather, um, who is a builder, uh, and I just fell in love with it. Um, I did well in school. Just didn't know what I wanted to do in school. Coming out of school. I had played around with being an architect. Uh, I just dove into building new construction homes and fell in love with it. And you love building. I love building, yeah. And so you came to Santa Cruz. Did you have a license here in California too, or so dealer's license? No, dealer's, okay. no, no right. contractor's license. Dealer's license. Uh, a manufacturer home. A dealer's license. So okay. Your deal homes. Yeah. All right. So uh, you've been interested in construction basically since you got out of. Uh, High school sounds like, and yeah. how old are you now? You're I am thirty nine. Thirty nine. So basically, 30 twenty years. Ago. Twenty years you've been yep. in in the construction essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So one thing in the story, which is a really great story, um, thank you for sharing the actual name Joyline. Where did the name Joyline come from? Yes. Well, Joyline. So when talking about design and construction, a lot of people talk about lines in a home. We also wanted a name that was uh, uplifting, uh, uh, approachable, and so we can buy, well, joy, I mean, there's not nothing much more approachable than joy, and, uh, you know, buying a home can be a stressful experience, but it also would be a very joyful experience, and so we want to emphasize on the joyful side of it. Uh, with lines, 
with lines, when I, you know, when I'm designing a home, it's nothing but lines on a piece of paper, you know. And uh, when designing the style of a home, from the interior to the lines of the home, uh, we we wanted to combine basically finding, you know, your your joy lines, uh, finding the lines in a home that bring you joy. Joy line, I guess, like yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I ended that with a, I ended that with a, a nosedive. Well, it's but, good though. Actually, I like it because the lines on a home, right? I mean, like, and, and you know, lines really are, are really great in a home, right? I mean, like a home, because I think when I think lines, I think like sight lines, right? Like sight lines, lines exactly. Like, like how, how you right. look at a home, right? And like we're right now sitting in your your place in Aptos Pines, and right. uh, the lines on this place are incredible. Like, I mean, like they're 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 phenomenal. Yeah, clean, like very very clean lines. Very clean lines, right? Yeah. Exactly, and that's uh, I mean, you know, I mean, like it's a soul. It's a whole sort of like. Uh, you know, uh, you said uh, modern, right? Yeah. Is basically it, and like that's kind of like a hallmark of a modern design, right? It's basically right. clean, yeah. uncluttered. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, almost simple, and you know, the house, the, the the house feels kind of simple, but yet it's it's very. Yeah. You know, I want to say I want to say ornate because that's not the word for it. It feels it feels like luxurious, really. Thank it you, feels thank like you. a luxurious. Yeah. Home. It feels definitely upscale for yeah. sure. Yeah, line, line, lines are used. Lines are used a lot when it's kind of like a, a overarching kind of umbrella kind of term, especially when like even like going to a gallery looking at artwork to talking about a home or the way it's decorated or the lines of like the architecture of the home. A lot of people use that name, that word lines. You know, the lines of something, and so we like the we like the name joy lines. Right. Well, I think it works. I, mean, I love the word joy because yeah. obviously it, it instantly makes you feel happy, right? right. I mean, like it, it's a, and the house actually feels really happy as well. So this house right here, uh, we're sitting in. This is a not a modular home. It's a manufactured home, or what's the? What's yeah. So this, so this is, a, so this is actually, so our, our our homes can be built as as under the manufacturer home stamp, or uh, which is which is uh, governed by uh, HCD, which is state ran. And HCD is then ran by, is overseen by HUD, which is the federal government. Oh, they can also be built under modular standards, which add a significant cost. Uh, really, the benefits of building modular, really, in our, in our uh, 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 structure of how we do things, really isn't beneficial to our clients because we, can, because we found this Goldilocks uh, zone of, of building uh, finding a finding a pathway to build our homes and our style of homes under the the HCD or, or federal requirements uh, passes down significant costs to our uh, clients. Also streamlines things. Our, our permit prices are un unbelievably inexpensive. I can get them in the same day. Uh, our our cost to build a home are at around one hundred ten dollars a square foot to our clients. And our time frames to build that home are uh, really we can build a home in about two weeks, but to get on the waiting list to get in the queue, it takes about usually about two months to get started on a home. But from from the second we start designing the home with a client to us delivering the house and it's sitting on your property is three months, and that's an unbelievable time frame. Because normally, I mean, like I'm remodeling my kitchen right now. We're four months in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus you know, you know. So yeah, so even like stick built homes, you know, you're looking at you're looking at a, a year at best. You know, you can be looking at fifteen to thirty thousand dollars in permits um, and tons of headache. Our pathway to having a home on your site is very streamlined with with limited, if not 
any um, unforeseen. It's very clean and it's it's a, it's well appreciated. And uh, uh, coming from you know being a builder for so long, I, I've been through it all, and so I love being able to have a have a process that's so clean and and all the pieces just seem to fit when they need to fit. There's so much less headache that that is put on to us as a, as, as a contractor or providing a home, uh, which also puts a lot less headache on the, um, the consumer of the product. So uh, this is a manufactured home, which, um, you know, like mobile homes are no longer called mobile homes, they're called manufactured homes. Yeah, I was saying it was like 1976. Right. They, yeah, they, it was kind they, of the Wild West back then. Right. Yeah, you get away with anything. And that's, and that's, where, and that's where HUD came in. Uh, the federal government, you know, saw that, saw that, that there's a real possibility for uh, affordable housing with manufactured homes, what well, the time was mobile homes, but it was just a wild west. There was no regulations put in place. You could do just about anything uh, that you wanted to and just pass off to consumers. And they wanted to protect consumers, because uh, especially a lot of people that are looking for affordable housing uh, don't, have the, don't always have the, the, the means um, and, and can also be taken advantage of very easily uh, if it being elderly people or people that just have low income and, and can't you know afford you know uh, lawyers and that kind of stuff to go after uh, some of these issues that come up with some of these homes. So the HUD HUD got involved, uh, which is the federal government, and put a lot of building standards on all the on all the homes and continues to uh, always update these building standards and keeping up to date with with uh, with the standards of our times. Um, even even uh, with here in California. All homes happen to have solar power. The manufacturers of manufactured homes are are you know moving up to date with you know building the trust systems to be able to to hold the weight of of, of manufacturer or of solar panels. You know, a manufactured home is not built to a lower standard, right? It's not, right? I mean, like it has to follow the UBC or whatever, right? The Uniform Building Yeah. Home. So 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 manufactured homes fall under very strict guidelines that are put in place by the federal government. Um, and all manufactured homes have to meet those meet those guidelines, and those guidelines, because they're actually so strict, supersede county uh, standards and building codes. So uh, federal actually trumps all those, and that's because they're very strict on what we need to do. Um, so yeah. So this is not a mobile home at all. This is on a foundation, right? This is yeah, on, so this, this is on a concrete perimeter foundation or what kind of foundation? No, are we, so, are we so, well, on here? so this so this is actually so in, in a manufactured in a manufactured home park, uh, you can put a concrete foundation on. Uh, on private land we always usually suggest every people to put a concrete foundation on. This is a like slabs or perimeter yeah, or what do you what do you uh, mean? Like a perimeter foundation, uh -huh. yeah like the cinder with, block with, 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 with concrete. The this this is actually done on an upgraded uh, foundation system from like your typical what you typically see inside of a manufactured home park. This is done on metal pier pads uh, that are that are tied to the ground in certain areas and also that have seismic straps that uh, pull off on 45 or, or angles to keep the home very secure if there was ever a case of earthquake. And this is considered a home um, attached to real property uh, on a foundation. And it's finances like any other home. I yeah, think like quick in loans. And yeah, I think it yeah, yeah, that was the whole purpose of it, right? Right. Because, I mean, people that are coming in uh, looking for affordable housing aren't necessarily going to have cash. And so they're going to want to have like FHA or conventional financing with 5% down. So we wanted to at least make something that you know anybody can anybody, anybody can buy anybody can right. buy too. So you can get yeah. any kind of any kind of normal loan that you can get for any house. 
uh, you can get for um, this house as well. So now, what does Joyline do different than other manufactured home builders? Is there like, what's your, yeah, so, what's your angle? Yeah, so with manufactured, like typical manufactured home right now, well, for one, they're all done Craftsman style. And your options that are given to you are, are limited. And we wanted to be able to bring not only a different style of home, a, a more of a modern style of home, something that's very different, but also bring unlimited customization options to the client. So even if our factory can't do it, with, but with, our, with the options we have at our factory, is, there is a, a high amount of customization options that we can straight out of the factory. We would prefer to do as much as we can out of the factory, just to keep costs down for the client. But uh, whatever we can do in the factory, we just deliver to the home, and we can do on location. Now there's some things that, that uh, we just have to do on location anyway. It's like the glass partition walls inside this house. They're just not gonna make it down the road. We just like to joke around and say our houses have to go down, our, our houses kind of have to experience like, a, like a, an earthquake and a hurricane at the same time to make it down the road to get to their location, right? Because they're going down the road at 60 miles an hour while they're bumping and bouncing all over the place. So things like our glass partition walls wouldn't make it. You know? right. Things like the siding on the exterior of it just can't make it. So stuff like that, especially we have to do on location. But if a client has, uh, if a client wants, you know, in particular like special custom cabinets built, or if there's flooring that just our factory just doesn't option, uh, just does, uh, doesn't offer, or if they want to change exterior walls or interior walls, or have, you know, custom lighting uh, that 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 just came out, you know, that's that's hot and new on the market, uh, from radiant floors to uh, solar, you know, solar panels that, that power the home. We want to just offer everything. We want clients to see our homes as blank canvases. Uh, let our factory do like the heavy lifting, get the, the structure of the home built. And if someone's on a, a, a much tighter limited budget, we can have the factory do mostly, uh, pretty much 95% of the home uh, within the factory, which can really drive the prices down. If we have clients that really have much more specific tastes in mind, uh, that or or have uh, a, a much higher budget, uh, that we can um, you know do stuff on location to fit that customer's uh, needs. We can do a lot of it in the factory too, but but again, a lot of it just can't make it down the road. We're just forced to do it um, on location. Well, when you buy a when you buy a, a home, like it comes, you say from the factory. Does it come like with the walls textured and drywalled and painted and yes. lights installed? There's yeah. kitchen yeah. cabinets and the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. So the so the homes all that's done in the factory. So all, the homes pretty much come ninety five percent finished, right? Um, the, the rest of the five percent is stuff like you know because it because it does go through a little bit of of, of abuse going down the road. We have to come in and and. and do some minor touches to uh, sheetrock, maybe cracking from some of the wind or bouncing down the road. Uh, the flooring, we can have the flooring done before it leaves the factory, but I like to do it after that house is, is, is on location so we can have nice fluid flooring that goes through the whole homes instead of having like seams, stuff like that. Uh, stuff like, this is very, very minor stuff. The home pretty much comes finished. You know, once the house, once the house is located on its, once the house is at its location, we can have the home actually set 
honest foundation in one day, but uh, you know, getting the home to where it's a finished product can take a couple more weeks after that to a month. So it's actually very quick. The home is almost finished. But you know, going back to what you were talking about earlier, um, we want our clients to do. We want our clients to really put their own personal touches into the home, and we don't want them to have any limitations to that. And with normal manufactured homes, you're very, very limited to what you can do to a home. We have an in-house design team, which is very good working with their clients and trying to achieve what their goals are, uh, always keeping them budget conscious of what the end price is going to be, because sometimes people really get out of control and, you know, not, you know by the time they're done, they're, they're spending a lot more money than they expected price per square foot. Uh, clients can work with our team of in-house designers. We then 3D render and model the home for our clients. So our clients can put on VR glasses or get 3D images of the home before we even drive the first mail so they can virtually see what their home is going to look like before we even start, which is really cool. We offer that to all of our clients when designing or purchasing a Joyline home. You mentioned that you can, they can pretty much get whatever they want and then the factory can has lots of different options. So how does that look like? Is there a catalog? Is there an app on your phone as you sit down with a... CAD program and a designer, what's that like? Yeah, so with with the design process, we, we so we have our we have our basic models that we offer to our clients. Right now what we have is the pines and we have two others coming out. Um, one is the, the juniper, which is about 1,100 square feet, and then we have the cedars, which is around 800 square feet. Uh, but the client will see those models and use them as like a basic template, right? Um, from there, we just want them to see them as a blank canvas and, and, and start manipulating things to better fit their needs all the way down to like the finishes. We like to start with the templates because it can kind of seem overwhelming just kind of going some, into something new, trying to design something from, from nothingness. Plus when we have these templates, they're already 3D rendered and they can you know, virtually tour these homes. With the design process, you know, we hopefully it takes us about a month period to kind of go through the design process. We, you know, pick out a, 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 the home they want to start with. Then we kind of start going over what their needs are, like how many bedrooms, how many baths, stuff like that. For the most part, we have most of that stuff covered. We can always stretch homes and, and change and tweak interior walls and window placement, all that kind of stuff. Very easy for us to do. Uh, just different features they're kind of looking for because a lot of people, a lot of people are, are coming to us. They're not, you know, they're not professional, you know, professional architects. They just kind of have an idea of what they like or what they've seen, and 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 we are, you know, uh, you know, you know, we come from a background of design, and we like to, uh, you know, by working with them, kind of organically come up with something that 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 is unique to them and that they like. Through that process, we continue to three D render the home and model it to where they can see the progression of it and through that through those stages and that progression that's kind of this organic progression we can manipulate and change things to where it becomes exactly what they were envisioned what they want you know my past years working with working with clients is it's it's hard to visualize things it's for me it's very easy to visualize things and how they're going to be a finished product and with a lot of people it's, it's also not that, you know, a lot, a lot of people can visualize things, but sometimes the, the way that someone visualizes something versus the way that someone else, you know, perceives something 
uh, can produce a different end product and that can create a lot of headache and stress for not only the contractor but also the, the, the consumer, the homeowner. So we, we really like the, 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 you know, offering the, the rendering and the modeling of the home through the whole process because our client really truly understands what they're going to be getting and sometimes when they design something they realize that it's not quite what they expected in their head and we can go in and then change those things up. It saves a lot of saves a lot of time and frustration, and it's just good for it's just good for the overall project and the relationship we can have with our clients. What we also find with it is clients get much more braver, and that's what we really like, right? Because you know you know dumping a bunch of money or time or resources into something that's kind of off the wall and just crossing your fingers and saying, okay, let's, let's see how this looks once we're finished and we have all this money into it, uh, is, is intimidating. And when we can do things through this, through this modeling process, um, clients tend to get a, a bit more braver um, and we push them towards that way. Because, you know, for us, for us, for us I mean, I, a home is, I mean, I've built and designed so many homes, and it can get it can get monotonous, right? It can get very old, and so for us, we always enjoy scratching our heads trying to make something new work, or or trying to do something more innovative, and trying to always push the envelope of of what you can do with homes. When talking with clients, we try to um, you know comfort them, but at the same time, you know, say you know really, really, you know, this is your home. This is you know, this might not be your 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 forever home, but but let's really make something that really fits you and you know whatever crazy wild hair ideas you have anything just any any type of design or if you just want something simple just whatever it is don't feel bashful or intimidated to do it because for one we're, we're you know you're in good hands and 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 uh, you know we can work through you know we can work through this whole design process with you but you're going to be able to see it in 3D modeling and you're going to know exactly what you get before we even drive the first nail that's always fun to really do with people. We can even take it a step a step farther and interior design the home with the client to where they can even pick down to their their chandeliers to uh, you know the couch that's going to fit in the corner. What's really cool is a lot of these companies that sell actual physical product like couches and dishes to cabinets and flooring and all these things. You can we can actually interior design the home with SKUs and so if you see this home I mean you, you want this couch in the corner of your house uh, we have a SKU to that and you can just go online and purchase that exact same house we just modeled your home with to a planter in the corner to a painting on the wall we have we can work with where we have SKUs literally and all that stuff. That's pretty crazy basically you're basically taking a virtual space completely and making it real in, in the real world. That's pretty incredible. And so this isn't really your daddy's manufactured home where it's like, I'm going to get the Ponderosa model and it's going to have like, you know, I'm going to paint it blue or whatever. This is basically a client can come to you and they can, if they can, almost if they can dream it, you can build it in a, in a, in a factory right. in a very short period of time right. at a remarkably low cost. Right, right. That's, yeah. So these factories... Where are these factories? Yeah, our factory, our factory is up at up in the northwest. We work with one of the largest manufacturers, manufacturing homes in the industry. We have contracts with them to build um, our joyline models. Uh, they're very, very efficient up there. They're building uh, twenty-one floors a week, which 
to give you an idea, the Pines model is a is a three floor home. So you know they're building what is that about uh, seven of these seven, homes? Seven of these every week. Seven of these homes in a, a week, yeah. So so they're really cranking out. Wow, it's amazing, homes, right? Because yeah. if you think about the man hours that construct seven homes like this, stick built, the man hours would be. Yeah, how many? How many? I mean, like yeah, boy, you know, yeah, yeah. Jeez, you know, thousands, thousands of man hours. It's thousand man hours, and it's not just always just the man hours. It's, it's the it's the overlapping of subs and contractors, right. you know, getting in and out. Well, that's the time factor, but the actual hour factor, yeah, hour factor, in terms right. of what it costs to like do, just it's it's pretty staggering. Now, uh, the construction costs in the Bay Area now. Have you heard this figure? Is now the most expensive place in the world to construct any kind of property, right? It's okay. $417 a square foot is the average construction... $417 it's a square average. average construction cost in the San Francisco Bay Area, and that includes Santa Cruz. So if you're able to put together a place for 110 and then, well, more for the foundation and, you know, whatever, but you're still probably a good bit under 150 a square foot, right? I mean, like... The, yeah, 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 yeah. So what, amazingly, yeah. When even 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 the even you know even when you're talking about you know four hundred fifteen dollars, that, that's to build the home, right? So you're not talking about all like the site prep and and um, you know so much other stuff that goes right. Away, yeah, right? exactly. There's so much more that goes away. Yeah, our home started one hundred ten dollars a square foot for a base model. After our construction costs with install, foundation, delivery costs, we like to say it's around one hundred fifty dollars a square foot. So yeah, that's. That's you know that's hard to touch. That's significantly you can't touch that. That's I know. Significantly I know you can't touch that. I mean, yeah. Here for our listeners, three fifty a square foot construction cost is actually that's like the bottom rate, right? You're not going to get a home built for really anything less than that, and that's going to be a um, pretty simple home. It's right. not going to be a luxury product. No, I mean, yeah. it's going to be a safe, quality product, but yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah, luxury. Yeah, but right? yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But you know, so, it, it's it's what 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 usually takes a home to the next level is you know because because most homes are the same. I mean, yeah, you can you can play around some different you know exterior lines of the home or, uh, but for the most part, they're all they're all boxes, right? And it's what you do with that box from there. From basically, it's your your finishings to basically that's your finishings or your you know the appliances you have inside of the house. So. So with us, you know, you know, work with our factory. You know, we can produce the home at one hundred and ten dollars a square foot. Then really go to the next level and and you know use you know use some of the money that you can save to take that home, you know, to that you know that that extra you know twenty thirty percent that really really transforms the whole home, right? Right. Let's face so, it. I mean, like I'm doing a remodel right now. You know, and like. The money is in the is in the finishes, really. You know, and that's right. where so much of the money is. It's your you know your your eight hundred dollar farm style sink, right? You know, right, exactly. your your three hundred dollar faucet, your right. you know nine dollar square foot tile, right? I mean, yeah. like it's I mean like that's where and that's really what makes a home a really quality product in the end are the finishes. Are it those. is, yeah, it right. is, it is. So so you know you know why spend such a premium dollar on something that uh, you know on on. Just like almost like it's like it's like the bread and butter. It's like the, the the very simplest part of a home, which is like the like the skeleton of it, the the structure of the home. You know why spend such a premium dollar on that when 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 a factory can build it so much more cost effective, but the end result is exactly the same. You know, use that money cost savings that you there to take that home to a level that really that sometimes people can't necessarily do just because they put so much. They, they have to spend so much price per square foot just to just, just to get the box built just to get the box built 
right? And so, so it frees up a lot of uh, frees up a lot of uh, assets to to you know kind of go with Morbius custom finishes that that, that will fit and uh, your aesthetic feel and and design and uh, hopefully you know produce a home that is your dream home. Let's just say that I had a vacant lot somewhere and I wanted to put one of these things on it. And, uh, you know, like I happen to own the lot, let's just say, or maybe I don't own the lot. I mean, like, what, where do I get the money? I mean, what's a financing loan? Can I do FHA 203K yeah. renovation loan for this? Are there special programs to like get the financing together to have one of these installed on my lot or? That's a good question. So our homes, our homes are able to go on uh, any type of property as long as they're buildable, right? So private land or in manufacturing. On a hill, can they go on a hill? Yep, on a hill, anything. So long as you can put a house on it, right? Right. Our homes can go. You on just it. have the foundation set for it. Yeah. So long as you have a foundation set for a home, our house can go on it. You know, we could, we, could, we crane our houses right in, and we crane them right in, just set them right so down. So like, in, like yeah. if I if I if I'm on like a flag lot and I can't get the truck down the thing, I can just yeah, crane or, or, that or, or, in. yeah, or if your house is down on the hill, you know, we just crane it down. And we just, just crane it down, down right just, just right down on the foundation. Because our homes, you know, they're they're tied to the ground on the foundation, just like any other home, or 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 are built to the standards of any other home. They're considered just real property, and they finance just like any standard state built home. Uh, just one home is built on location versus one's built in a factory doesn't change the financing on it. Right. Okay. So. Joyline Homes is a new venture for you. How long have you been doing this for? The actual Joyline yeah, Homes? Yeah, so Joyline has actually been... Uh, so Joyline has been in the works for three years, but two of those years have been behind closed doors uh, with not much of a face on the company. Working with Factory, uh, getting you know all of our ducks in a row, getting everything lined up to this point. And so once we actually acquired this land, which we didn't expect to acquire so quickly, it just kind of fell into our laps, we jumped on it. We actually wanted want to have more models in place before we kind of, you know, said hi to the world uh, and showed our face. But, you know, this, we know this piece of property came through um, in Aptos Pines here in Aptos, California, and we just want to take advantage of it. So we uh, threw our flagship home, the Pines model on it. It happened to fit on it. And so we ran with it, and so we started constructing. We purchased this home, or we purchased the land which had a home on it. We scratched the home about uh, going on almost a year, so January. So as of January, that was when I guess we kind of started, you know, to say, you know, here we are, Joy Line. But we really even started even market then either. So we started pre-selling the home back in uh, about. Uh, April of this year so really I think that was the first like you know kind of advertisement was uh, was back in April so a very fairly new company so where do you see yourself like five or ten years down the road what's the sort of medium term plan for Joyline <laughs> really we want to be nationwide with our models um, because right now we can only deliver to the west coast it's almost like if you were to go from let's say the northwest let's say Oregon and draw a line down to San Diego and then use that almost like a pendulum and drive that pendulum up. Those are like kind of the states we can go. We can go even farther, but the prices to ship those homes just don't become cost effective anymore. So we like to be nationwide with our homes and just have more models and different designs and always continually trying to you know, make our process even more streamlined. Even even it's it's, just so, it's already so streamlined. I don't know how we can make it more, but always trying to make it just easier on our consumer and our client, and um, just just 
fine-tuning what we're doing, what we're trying to offer, uh, getting our getting our message out to more people, uh, really, really, really trying to. At five years, I hope that that we can change the stigma of living inside of a manufactured home park. You know, I um, bringing more affordable housing options to to first home buyers or people on limited budget. Um, inspiring other companies or, or other people like myself that that um, um, maybe have an idea of doing something. You know, I, I think competition is healthy. I think that right now there's such a huge movement from tiny houses to, to shipping containers to manufacture homes. Everybody's trying to figure out a way to f- get affordable housing out to people and and everyone has their own niche and um, I, I, I just hope that through the growth of Joyline Homes we can um, broaden affordable housing to people, open people's eyes up to to different options to affordable housing and 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 realize that that you don't have to give up uh, design and quality for affordable that that you can still have those things and even have like the customization a lot of times people feel like with customization that all of a sudden the price has to drive up through the roof and with regular stick built homes and modular it does but uh, we will continue to try to to try to you know keep those prices uh, uh, reasonable and affordable and and offer all that customization to people. So, all right, that's really cool. Now, one thing in the here and now today, which is a huge opportunity for anybody, any builder really, but I think for you especially, is like accessory dwelling units, right? Because there is a thing where the person already has the land, they have the space. All they need is they yeah. need an inexpensive way to put a yeah manufactured home on there have you looked at that at all yeah so it's something that we something that we wanted it's something that we always had on like uh you know in the plan to do it was a little bit on the back burner until we well it was always something we were going to do and we weren't going to get started on those homes for about six eight months we were still thinking about larger larger units we were still focused on like the family the family trying to get into a home which is uh, three bedroom four bedroom homes uh, so a lot of our models are larger in the 11 to 1600 square foot range um, and what we what we found was this huge response and inquiry into ADUs and even though it's something we knew we wanted to do uh, especially in Santa Cruz County, um, there is there is just a ton of people that are are really into looking um, for ADUs um, in the market right now. Uh, Santa Cruz County left, lives at a huge moratorium on um, on ADUs uh, for for personal property or for 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 land. Uh, owners are uh, what, what's, you probably know more about that than me. How am I saying? It? I'm saying it incorrectly. Um, for property owners. Yeah, for property owners. Yeah. So, so Santa Cruz kind of uh, kind of looks at the moratoriums on property owners to put ADUs. And what's cool? It's cool. Is you, I've, I've heard about this in the past, and 
you know, when the county, I like it when counties show real motivation to to try to do infill and especially work with homeowners and ADUs because I've heard about, I've seen, and I've heard about the scene in the past where they're saying, oh yeah, you can put an ADU in, but here's all these requirements almost for a tape you have to go through. And it's just like, oh my God, this isn't even possible. You know, clearly, clearly, you know, you know, it's not a huge, it's not a huge priority for you guys to, to do infill. You know, Santa Cruz County is, is, is totally different. I mean, you know, they're doing, I mean, they're, 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 they're making the process very easy on, on landowners to do these ADUs, these additional dwelling units, um, with things like, you know, re, reduced permit costs, you know, um, for, for all permits submitted. I mean, uh, you know, $20,000 worth of, uh, of permits is, is, you know, I've talked to some clients, there's, you know, talking, they've been reduced all the way in half to what only 10,000 and being able to acquire these permits, you know, they're getting these permits with them like 30 days, which is, which is amazing. And setbacks are only at like three feet for these ADUs, which is amazing. So you can really cram these ADUs into uh, just about anywhere. Um, so we are designing uh, three models right now. Um, one is uh, 400 square feet, and then we have another one that's a little bit larger, up to 800 square feet. A big kind of like, because uh, I know, you know, at the same time as well about maximizing you know, maximizing your square foot as well. So some people, you know, will barely be able to fit a 400 square foot on there, but some, you know, you know, if they can, you know, they want to maximize that footprint and try to go as big as they can. So, you know, that jump between, you know, or having the options between four to 800, um, I think is a good starting point at, 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 at that. Um, and we'll just kind of go from there. So, so yeah, we're excited with the ADU stuff we got going on. Um, again, it's, it's like a whole new beast with ADUs because you have just these tight little living quarters, but you have to try to maximize your, your storage and uh, the living situation because ultimately these are kind of almost studios, um, maybe with a bathroom with a separate door with like a little loft of a sleeping area up above is, is kind of a, a, a way that a lot of these tiny houses in and uh, you know ADU homes are kind of um, designed in a way so it's it's a different beast for us we enjoy it because it's, it's very different we we um, we're always we always love a, uh, a challenge and and so we're excited with the ADUs we have coming out um, trying to do something different also that kind of uh, that, that that encapsulates kind of uh, encapsulates Joyline and what we're what we're doing our and and, and and meets meets our meets our requirements as far as design and functionality, but and at the same time also uh, hits that affordability marker. Um, so trying to you know herd all those cows through that that uh, that that very narrow gate at the same time. Is sometimes time consuming, but we're we're getting there, and so so hopefully in the next you know three four months we'll have some uh, ADUs available on the market for for clients to purchase. So um, you know, stay tuned on that. Six hundred forty square feet. That's the magic number because that's the one that fits in my backyard. So. <laughs> Six hundred forty. Six forty. Six forty. Well, you know, the county they basically say depending on your zoning, your location of the county. Here's the biggest. You know, uh, ADU you can have, and for me, it's 640 square feet. So just a 
make a note of that. So uh, we got to wrap things up here, but before we do, let me ask you if there's uh, any questions that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. So, so a lot of people will wonder, you know, how long does this kind of process take, you know, or, or what is the process of, of, a, of a Joyline home? You know, we like to say from 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 the start when we when we start the initial design process to you know you eating dinner inside your home, we like to say it's around four to five months, depending on uh, how much customization you have. Um, you know, uh, you know it's about it's about uh, two months before we get the house. In, um, into where we actually start it in the factory. Once we actually start the home, it takes about two weeks to finish the home, which is very, very fast. Um, so at about three months, the house is sitting um, on your location. Uh, it takes about a day to set the home on its foundation. And again, depending on your customizations and stuff we have to do on the ground, stuff that just couldn't make it through transit, we then do that stuff there. Um, and you know it can be anywhere from a couple weeks to a couple months at that point. So we like to ballpark it around five months um, to do that. Again, I think the main thing I would like to drive home to people is that um, you know we really want our clients, and I know I've said this a bunch of times, but we really want our clients to see our homes as just blank canvases and really put their own thumbprint on what they need in a home. Because our factory can build 21 floors in a week and we, we have you know, automated, automated services and, and, it's, and it's such a line production where we're buying you know, products on, we're, you know, we're buying, buying all the product at, at huge bulk and, and buying even lumber cut to size, like if you know, if I need, you know, and like a regular stick built home, a regular stick built home, you know, if, if if I need to build, you know, a sidewall at nine foot, you know, I'm buying ten foot material and I'm lopping off, I'm lopping off a foot off each one of those pieces of two by six. Well, we can order that stuff right, you know, to fit and to where we don't have to cut it. And there's just so much stuff like that where we can just buy in bulk and and our and there's no wait time that can also cause a lot of, of, of price increases. It's just a, such a streamlined process working with the, you know, working within a control facility of the, of the factory that uh, it just really drives down prices tremendously. So, you know, you know if, if everything is, is with, if all the building materials are all screwed together, um, put together, um, to the same standards, you know, why spend $300, $400 a square foot when our factories can do it at $110 a square foot? You're getting exactly the same, exactly the same end product. With those cost savings, you know, use that money to either just pocket and don't do anything with it or, or, have, or have fun with that money to the things that, that really take that home to the next level or that home that fits more your needs. Um, or your aesthetic appeal as far as you know, some of your custom finishes to, to you know, fun siding that we can put on the house to, you know, now we're throwing solar panels on so to put radiant heating in the home. At the end of the day, a house, a house built a factory or a house, a stick built house, the, the end product there is exactly the same. So Ben, how do people get a hold of you? Like, if, like, let's just say I want to build, uh, you know, like I have a lot or whatever, you know, I want, 
I want an ADU or whatever. How can we get a hold of you? So yeah, so you can so you go to our website, uh, which is www.joylinehomes.com. Uh, you can email us through the contact page of that. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. What are you on Facebook? Joyline Homes. Facebook.com/slash Joyline Homes. We are Joyline Homes on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram, which is Joyline Homes on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, pretty much, you just type in Joyline. You can find us on all sorts of different platforms, and it's very easy to get a hold of us uh, through there. You can email us or direct contact uh, anyone on our team. Uh, everyone's listed on there, and we're all very happy and eager to talk to uh, all of our clients. So, um, yeah. All right, everybody, I want you guys to listen to this to check the show notes on baytobaypodcast.com. So for this show, we'll have embedded uh, some video that we took here. And so you'll get, you'll get a feel. You, you, I'm sure you're going to be blown away by what we're talking about here today. So, um, Ben, thank you so much for making the time to, uh, to join us on the Beta Bay Podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much, Doug. I really appreciate you, uh, you having us on the podcast. We're just so happy to be here with you. All right, that wraps up episode number 50 of the Beta Bay Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and hearing what Ben West has to say and you know the, his passion for his work. It's really uh, impressive, and his work is actually uh, just mind-blowing. So again, go check out the show notes. Uh, find episode 50 on betabaypodcast.com. In the show notes, there is a video uh, that shows the home that we were in when we recorded uh, that episode uh, of the podcast, and uh, it is just stunning. Uh, also, the contact information for Ben West and Joyline Homes is also in the show notes. So do yourself a favor, go check that out. It is really super cool. Um, listen, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that uh, this here podcast, the Beta Bay podcast, it is sponsored by thesoldbook.com. That's right. Go to thesoldbook.com to get your free copy of my book, Get It Sold. It's all about how to sell your home quickly and easily for the very highest price possible and have a good time doing it. Now, this is a real book. You can actually buy this on Amazon.com. It does cost 13 bucks. there. It does have a number of five-star reviews, but check it out. I will send it to you for free, free, free. Just go to thesoldbook.com and order your copy today and check it out. If you use the coupon code FREESHIP at checkout, that's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P, use that coupon code FREESHIP at checkout. I will even ship it to you for free. Now, how is that? Pretty good deal, right? All right, well, that wraps up this episode of the Beta Bay Podcast. Do me a favor, share it with all your friends and family and anybody who is interested in what's going on in and around the greater San Francisco Bay Area. I'd be really stoked. Oh, of course, give me a five-star review on iTunes. That would be really awesome. All right, well, that's it. I will have another episode up again before too long.